Do you ever feel burned out with work or that your passions and interests aren't in alignment with your personal or professional goals? My name is Jake Sudnick, and on Finding Self with Jake, I will share advice that's helped improve my life and the stories of others who've created the life that they want. In doing so, my goal is to help you create the life to do the things that you want. Hello, hello. And welcome to episode 34, a very special episode of Finding Self with Jake, and potentially the last episode of Finding Self with Jake. We'll see what happens here, but it might be the end of the show as we know it. So let me tell you a little bit more about that. As of right now, the show Finding Self is still... I'm To ease one fear, I'm still going to be doing podcasts every single week to a week. <clears throat> but what I'm doing looks is looking to change a little bit and refocus and recenter the show. And that comes with some rebranding. So though finding self may be over, the journey is still just beginning, my friends, and we have a long way to go together. My goal on this show has always been to help entrepreneurs with burnout and dealing with mental health. I'm hoping to take what I think has been one of the most difficult parts of my professional life and turn it into a lesson to help others avoid the same problems that I've faced. When trying to find what we want in life, there's always a balance between what you need to let go and what things you should pour more of your time and efforts into. What I've wanted to do with this show is become more focused so I can help people put their efforts in the proper place. And this is a little bit random, but I had a story pop into my head earlier when I was just, you know, thinking about some of my past and past decisions on things that I have and have not committed to in life. And when I was really young, I remember hanging out in the basement of my parents' house with a little karaoke machine and a microphone. I was probably like 13 years old and I I loved having that microphone in my hand. I literally fantasized about being like the lead singer in a band. And to be honest, sometimes I I still do. I was never really much of a singer, but it, it was something that I always really loved. And nothing quite gave me the feeling I had when I was singing. It was just absolute pure joy for me. I remember so many different nights just listening to my favorite CDs on repeat and taking the little lyric books out. I'm I'm dating myself talking about CDs, (laughs) but taking the little lyric books out of the CDs and like laying on the floor of my bedroom with my little boom box. And I'd start it a CD on the first song and I'd read along with every single one and I'd mouth the words and I'd start to learn them slowly and I'd, I'd memorize all of the songs in the entire album. That way, when I was singing, I could focus more on how I sounded singing. And I didn't have to worry so much about memorizing the words because I had already practiced that. I went as far as even wanting to, to, as far as pursuing singing, I went as far as taking vocal lessons when I was in high school because I really, I really wanted this. There was a lot of my friends that were in bands and a lot of them were like screamo metal bands and stuff like that. And I enjoyed music that was more like pop punk and fun and it was all music that was very lead vocal driven. And I loved that style and I wanted to make it. I I just remember hearing it and I thought it was so awesome. And then I felt like, 
it was something I could absolutely do. I, I enjoyed writing, and I felt like I had a lot of things I wanted to share. I felt like I had a lot of things that I wanted to share. So, like, looking back and now saying this out loud, I'm actually starting to remember how much I wanted this. I, I even attempted to sing in a few different bands, and I was really excited about the prospect of playing live shows like some of my friends already did. I, I wanted to be, you know, part of that scene. I wanted, And I say scene, and for, for you that are there, you know what I'm talking about when I say the scene, but it was, it really was like a, it was a cultural movement at the time. And I, 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 I wanted to be involved in it. And there was something about that presence of being in front of people and the feeling of that group of people. I, I loved going to concerts for this exact reason. There's something when you're in a room and everybody's singing along and just that feeling in the room is just pure bliss. Even when you're, you're, you're just part of the show, you know, you're watching. So I can only imagine what it would be like being on stage. And I was lucky enough through, you know, through uh, uh, some time and effort and practice, I did have the chance to play a few shows and get to experience that very briefly, though they were relatively small. I, I remember specifically like one time when I was singing, we did a little concert up on the square in Chardon. And I, I remember there's probably 30 or 40 people that were standing around watching and we played a, like five or six songs set. So it was, it was short. It was probably like a 45, you know, 30, 45 minute show. And I remember the one like closing song that we played, everybody's singing along with us. And it was just the best feeling in the world, having that group around you and everybody singing and, you know, being there leading it. <clears throat> I, I just loved it. So to backtrack a little bit, when I was trying to make this all happen, me and some friends, we got our band together. Um, and I got I had another friend who had some recording equipment. So I'm like, okay, perfect. We'll set out. We'll make our first demo. And it was going to be an album with like two or three songs on it. And I remember hearing back, uh, hearing myself back recorded for the very first time. And I just felt so defeated. <laughs> This thing I had practiced for like literal years, I had dreamt about, I finally heard it back and it was just, it was awful. I, I couldn't stand how it sounded. I couldn't stand how my voice sounded. All of it was just not what I had expected. I had this vision of what everything should sound like in my head and it was, and this perception of what I had, it was just all off. Now you might wonder why I'm telling you this story and this experience. And the, the experience itself, it was just so me. <clears throat> All of this effort put towards something to get a result that I just didn't care for. And I've had this experience many times in my life where I feel like I've largely committed time and effort to something, and I got to this result, and I didn't like it. And thinking back on that, so much of it was set on this expectation I had, or at that time, it was the expectations of others that I felt I wasn't going to meet. It wasn't about... And I let myself get in my head because it, I say it wasn't, I was about to say it wasn't about me, but it, it really was about me. It was about my perception of what I thought I should be. And that outweighed what I was trying to do. I was always told when I was growing up that if I worked really hard, that I could do anything. 
anything at all that I wanted. And I really believe this. And to this day, I, I believe that the effort I have put into the things I am successful at are largely due to the commitment and time and effort that I, I was spent applying myself. I, I do think that that hard work has in fact paid off in different ways in my life. But with singing, I had a, I had not fully learned this lesson yet. And, and I thought that if I had enough training, you know, eventually I could improve my voice, but I let myself doubt get in the way. And I decided it was time to quit chasing that dream. I, I just didn't have the natural ability that I thought a lot of people that I was around had, or people that I heard, you know, I'd listen to others sing and thought that their voice was so pretty and I, I'd hear myself and it was just awful. And I, I let that get in my head enough that it was something I decided that a, no amount of practice was going to get me to change. And I, I'm just not going to have that ability. It was something I could never change. So, you know, after I'd made that decision for a long time in my life, several years after that, you know, I, I still had a lot of love for singing in, in my life and I, it gave me a great amount of joy. I would drive around in my car, you know, just singing at the top of my lungs when my favorite songs played and it put the absolute biggest smile on my face and I kept this little part of who I was. It helped me carry through some of the toughest times in my life where, you know, if I was feeling sad or defeated, you know, having that to fall back on brought my spirits up. It eliminated the stress and anxiousness I felt. It was an incredible outlet for me. I even loved sharing it with like different friends. I, I remember I would have friends come over and whether it was us driving around the car and putting our favorite old throwback songs on and singing at the top of our lungs or doing karaoke nights where we would put on YouTube and we'd all gather in, in my computer room in my house and just put our favorite songs on and go one by one singing them or sometimes singing with each other. It was just an absolute blast and I, I loved doing it. And I, I think it was about, it had to have been about seven years ago, ago or so that I stopped singing. Um, my ex at the time didn't like me singing along to songs in the car. And my singing around the house or just random times, it, it really bothered her. So she would ask me to be quiet when we were listening to music. And eventually my singing became less and less frequent as I started to view it more as a nuisance than something that brought me joy. And when I did it, I even if it was just kind of instinctual, I would immediately kind of stop halfway through and get tense. And I, I remember the feeling of like, oh gosh, okay, I'm probably upsetting her by doing this. And I just hated that feeling. Um, I, I didn't realize what it was I had lost when I stopped. I, I didn't realize that me giving this up was so important. I, I just brushed off it is a silly thing that I did that was obnoxious. And if I wasn't good, I should probably stop. It was one of the few things in my life I ever really wanted that I quit when I really wanted to keep going. T today, I spent the past hour and a half before I recorded this podcast singing karaoke. You can probably tell in my voice. <laughs> and it's not good. But God damn, did I have a lot of fun. <laughs> I smiled and I enjoyed myself just sitting alone on YouTube singing some of my favorite songs. 
And there's an incredible value in knowing what things in your life matter. And it helps make you who you are. Even things that to others might seem insignificant could be so incredibly important. And though me doing a podcast isn't singing or performing, it's something that feels close to me. And when I do it, I feel capable. I feel very capable. And the good news between me now and a younger me is that I've learned what things are important to me. And even if, even if they don't make sense to everyone else, this show is something that I love doing and I want to keep putting out and improving. So as the podcast grows and changes and evolves over time, my goal is always to make it more true to what I am and what its purpose is. So I've begun to brainstorm ideas on this rebranding effort that I'm going to be putting into Finding Self. It'll likely include a new title. But the show is going to be themed more directly around entrepreneurs' mental health and wellness. With an emphasis on how to deal with burnout and avoiding mistakes, uh, like the mistakes I had made, which caused me to do the very opposite of my story above, which was run myself into the ground trying to create something I thought I wanted so absolutely bad. Uh, that thing, again, was a massive real estate business. I thought that's something that I really wanted, and I put tons of effort into it, and I just ran myself to a point where, you know, the past year I, I had almost got out of the business. I was really considering it. Um, now I've got back into a point where I'm doing things in a much more healthy and manageable way. And now my focus has become making the most out of life through thoughtful design and using your career as a means to help you achieve what you want in life in a way that allows you to experience the most joy possible that, that you can. So it's a much different design than I, than I took before when I was building my previous career, which was at all costs succeed, no matter what the cost is to your personal life. And my goal in the show moving forward is to make sure that I help people avoid the pitfalls that I found with myself when I obsessed over my career and became, you know, <clears throat> gosh, I, I don't know, almost neurotic to the point where I was like really, really going after things every single day for years at a time to lead to a result that I didn't really want. So I'm hoping that in this redirect and rebrand of the show, I can be more purposeful, more thoughtful, and help you get to the place that you want to be with less pitfalls along the way. And I want that to really be designed for people so they can find it easily. They know exactly what they're getting when they listen to me. And that on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis, I'm delivering that to you. Uh, thanks for listening to my story tonight. I know it's a little bit off the wall and weird, but it was something that was currently happening and seemed very relevant. And I think it ties in in a little bit of a backwards way. So thanks for listening as always. Uh, follow the show Finding Self with Jake on Instagram and Facebook. And there will be news coming, I expect, by about next Tuesday of the new rebrand show title. So I'll have that up for you soon. Um, thanks for listening as always. Talk to you next week.